Welcome to My Property World, a light and informative look at all things property. We have designed this series for people involved in property and property finance in the UK market. However, we do take examples from all around the property world. Our aim is for us to make money from property together. Whether that be buying, selling, financing, trading or getting involved in a deal in another way. We do this by informing, entertaining and enjoying ourselves talking property, which gives you a chance to get to know us, what we're up to and to check us out until you're ready to make money together. In the meantime, My Property World is free and fun, so plug in your headphones and enjoy. We would love for you to like, share and comment, so please do on social media. And if you have questions, ideas for topics or deals you would like to explore, we're always looking for guests, so get in touch via the My Property World profile. Welcome to My Property World. I'm Will Mallard and we're joined today by pensions tax expert, James Hadley. James's business is the sponsor of My Property World podcast and you can get hold of James um, and his team uh, online on their website, propertyfrompensions.co.uk. Now, James is known as uh, within the the tax world uh, as specialising in how you can use your pension to invest in property. Now, as a property investor, um, I I bought my very first house um, uh, way way back in, in the mid nineties, and it very quickly turned into a, a buy to let property where. Uh, a, a tenant effectively started paying the mortgage and there was capital appreciation and very little other money went into that property. Uh, and it created uh, a, an enormous growth in wealth. Um, and I, I, over the years, uh, have been exposed to uh, some great property people. And one of the experiences I've had in 2020 was I came very close to uh, purchasing with two partners a 10,000 square foot office building. And we, in the end, we, uh, we didn't go through with the purchase because the, uh, the commercial finance um, lender decided that they weren't going to be lending into the office market because of COVID. And some might call it a lucky escape, but we decided not to uh, pursue it and uh, and we stepped back and, and I think the vendor went on to sell it to someone else. However, residential property, I understand, and I think most people can understand because you're talking about houses and we all live in a house or an apartment or a flat and uh, you understand how it works. Uh, it's relatively simple. Now, we're going to be talking today about how pensions, when they're structured correctly, can be used to invest in residential property in the UK. Now, James, uh, I We've mentioned previously uh, on other um, 
other podcasts that someone can get on uh, to a discovery call with you or one of your team uh, by going online, propertyfrompensions.co.uk, uh, and find out how they can they can get their pension money working uh, in property. But I, I'm fascinated uh, with this concept because most people that looked into this will tell you it's impossible. You can't invest your pension in residential property. You're not allowed to do it. Prove me wrong. Okay, well, I don't want the conversation to turn into uh, uh, an adversarial one because you're much bigger than me. But um, I, I forgive people for um, being ignorant to the fact that um, pension schemes can invest in residential property. There are many examples that I can give where they invest in residential property. But the first thing to be clear on is that the way tax legislation, pensions are ultimately a matter of tax, the way um, tax legislation works in the UK is that investments within pension schemes aren't prohibited at all. The government of HMRC don't specifically say that a pension scheme cannot invest in a particular asset class. What they do is they treat people as adults, which I think is great, uh, and they use tax to discourage investments that they're not happy with. So, first and foremost, the, 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 the misconception that people have is that a, a pension scheme can't invest in residential property. It can. But if it doesn't invest in it the right way, there is a penal tax charge of 55% of the amount invested. So, that claws back any tax relief that the pension scheme may have had, and then some. Okay, so... Um, while it is possible, getting it wrong has some quite serious consequences. But when pensions legislation was overhauled in Finance Act 2004... So, so just to be explicitly clear, you set this up in the wrong way, you're going to get smashed with a 55% tax bill on the money that you've put in, not the money you've earned. No, absolutely. So, uh, in a simple example, if you were to put £100,000 into a property deal and you structure it incorrectly, you will get a £55,000 tax charge on that investment. Wow. Okay, so we've established it's important to structure it properly. How, how do we do that? Okay, there are... Well, there are more than three exemptions in the legislation, but there are three clear exemptions in um, Schedule 29A of the Finance Act. And um, roughly they fall under the headings of um, real estate investment trusts, what HMRC deemed to be other kinds of vehicle and trading concerns. So let me just run through quickly what, what those are. And, and, and when I say those exemptions, if a pension scheme buys into one of those vehicles and that vehicle subsequently invests in residential property, it is okay. There is no unauthorised payment charge. There is no 55% tax on the investment. Um, but those vehicles themselves need to qualify for the exemption. So the, out, of, out of those three terms that I've listed, 
Real Estate Investment Trust is the one that people have heard of the most. While they're not mass market in the UK, there's still less than 100. The legislation has been around for about 15 years. And now. these are the these are the ones that you see listed on the uh, ex- public exchanges, like the effectively on the stock market. Yeah, absolutely. And some of them have had massive drops in value this year due to their exposure to high street retail. But yeah, that's right. One of the conditions of a real estate investment trust is that it is listed on the stock market. So Okay, so you can trade shares in that and your investment would be basically buying shares in a property company that's listed as a real estate investment trust. Is that correct? Absolutely, yeah. And that's exempt from the 55% uh, tax. Absolutely. Okay. So, so if a pension... What's the next one? If a pension fund owns... Yeah, pension funds own shares in a REIT, the REIT owned residential property, there is an exemption, no penal tax charge. I'll go to the third one as listed, uh, and uh, these are what are called trading concerns. And the easiest and best example of a trading concern is a listed house builder. So if you think about Taylor, Wimpy, Persimmon, both FTSE 100 companies, um, at any one time they've got thousands of houses in their balance sheet that are either stock or part exchanges or different different types of things. And investments in those companies, again, even though they're primarily residential property, they don't attract penal tax charges. And if you think about it, this is obvious. Most pension funds the trillions of pounds worth of pension funds in the UK alone are exposed to FTSE 100 trackers of some description or shares in the FTSE 100 because they're the biggest. So, so that's like an index fund, basically. Yeah, so an index fund that tracks the FTSE 100 will, by definition, have exposure to residential property in it. And therefore, it would be an absolute nonsense to, to tax pension funds on the holding in these trading concerns. So again, that's another indirect investment in residential property. And the, the third type, which is listed second on the list, is what HMRC deemed to be other kinds of vehicle. Other kinds of vehicle. Okay, but, but tell us a bit about this. This is, this is probably getting to the nub of what we're, we're, we're needing to know, James. Yeah, well, it, it, an other type of vehicle is a really... Um, it's a really unhelpful term from HMRC and it, is only, it only features in their guidance um, on this particular point. And so there is no particular type of entity that qualifies as a GDCV under, under this section. An individual themselves receiving investment could qualify as a GDCV or a partnership or a trust or a company. HMRC just specifies certain um, rules over the diversification that, that is required within the vehicle, that it needs to have um, three properties, um, and also over the shareholdings. But across those three exemptions, primarily the REIT and the other kinds of vehicle, there are opportunities for retail investors to invest in residential property using their pension. Okay, so just so I'm clear, uh, I'm a, a private individual, uh, I can set up a, a pension scheme um, that becomes uh, self, self-directed self and I can invest in residential property provided with, with 
without getting a 55% tax bill, provided I follow the HMRC rules and guidelines about how this works. And you're an expert in that, James. That That's your number one uh, of all your many talents. That's the thing that you're most passionate about, that you're focused on, that you've spent the last 20 years understanding, researching, developing, and applying uh, into how people can invest in residential property through their pension. Is that correct? Absolutely. We're a a single-issue business that revolves around that entirely, and the solution itself was created through self-demand. It was something that I wanted to do as somebody passionate about pensions and their ability to, to deliver financial freedom. And property was the asset class that I chose to achieve that. Okay, and that, that's so important because um, your, your ability to create uh, income um, into either retirement or to the point in your life where you've got freedom and choices, uh, also that you're going to leave uh, you're going to leave some wealth for your family or people who are important to you in the next generation, or indeed your spouse. Uh, we've, we've previously touched on um, how a, a business owner can use their pension to become the bank to their own business. Uh, we've talked about how even a very average pension pot. Um, can get someone towards financial freedom very quickly, and how uh, eighty thousand can give you a twenty to twenty-five thousand uh, annualised income if you leverage it and you set up the pension correctly. And now you're you've got a uh, a detailed understanding of the rules about how you can do this without getting hit with a 55% tax bill, which no one wants, I believe. Uh, Or maybe the government wants it. Uh, That's why they've put it in place. And you can invest in residential properties, safe as houses. I personally... When I, uh, I'm a New Zealander originally, I, I left New Zealand um, uh, in the, the mid-2000s and I chose to come over this side of the world and I've chose to live in England specifically. Um, and the reason why, more than anything, is it's a good place to live. It's a safe place to live. And yes, we... Have, we have uh, things that you, you see flashing on on social media or in the tabloids every day that are, are, are terrible. But by and large, we're unlikely to have a military coup. You put money in the bank and you can count on it being there tomorrow. It's not going to get seized by some political party. It'll generally give you a bit of warning. Uh, the rule of law applies. And within that economy, um, there are, I believe, 65, 70 million people roughly, 
all of which need a home. And I, I, I personally can't see anything that's out there that makes more sense than investing in residential property. And yes, it goes up and down. And yes, interest rates go up and down. They're very low at the moment, and they're likely to stay low for quite a while. But when you own residential property, you're, you've got an ability, if, if you've uh, got it to a good habitable standard, you've thought about where you've bought, you've thought about uh, how can you provide a good product that um, demands of uh, a person. They're going to pay you some rent in a, in a lot of cases, uh, such as social housing, which I'm uh, very passionate about. The government's going to and you get a return on your investment. Now, James, I'm really keen to find out a little bit more about uh, the detail around this, and we're going to get you back on for another one. Uh, thank you. Uh, James Hadley, propertyfrompensions.co.uk, and propertyfrompensions.co.uk is the sponsors of this podcast, My Property Will. Um, James Hadley, I'm Will Mallard. Thank you. Thanks, Will.